Hello and welcome to the Yo Dude podcast. My name is Patrick and today I have very fortunate to have this guest. Uh, her name is Yu or you might know her online as Yuck Tattoo. Hello Yuck, how are you today? Good, how are you going? I'm quite well. I'm very excited to have you on. Thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. That's all right. Now, <laughs> uh, just for anyone that may not know you, uh, do you want to just give an introduction on who you are? Um, that's a loaded question, Pat. Pretty heavy. <laughs> <laughs> it was very difficult, I know. <laughs> who am I? Um, well, I guess I... Well, my name is Yu, but because um, so my last name starts with K, that's why I got the name Yuck from, because everyone used to make fun of me when I was a child. Anyways, um, so I am Yuck Tattoo on uh, the social media. I do tattoos uh, for fun and for work. <laughs> and that's such a loaded question. I don't <laughs> I mean, come on! I mean, you you do you selling yourself a bit short here? You do more than just tattoos. Well, I I guess like I like to do anything um, creative with my hands. Um, I just like any. I just make stuff. I guess make tattoos, make jewelry, make clay pots, like things like that. Yeah. So, and I feel like. I guess like during like this lockdown you kind of like figure out where your other creative uh attributes are attributes outlets yeah. <laughs> outlets thank you yes that's the word i was looking for yeah, yeah. So, so oh sorry go on you've definitely um <laughs> if anything you have been uh nothing less than creative from what i've seen you've you've made the sailor moon earrings the uh, the little boba uh, earrings, lots of earrings actually. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm quite surprised that um, uh, I think it's Loviosa that that uh, earring store hasn't picked you up yet to uh, start at making it mainstream. <laughs> What's like uh, Loviosa? It's like a it's like an Australian uh, earring fashion store. Oh, okay. Yeah, they do like um, oh, I guess the. The politically incorrect term for it is white girl jewelry. <laughs> okay, sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <Sorry. but laughs> yeah, okay. That's the politically incorrect way to put it, but uh, yeah. I think the 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 right the right way is uh, women's uh, fashion accessories is their yeah. uh, term for it. Um, yeah. But yeah, so you definitely do that. You do prints and you do lots of uh, other things as well. But, uh, but mainly you do tattooing correct mainly tattooing yeah obviously not the last couple of months but mainly no. you've been doing tattooing yeah. pretty yeah. much so uh i guess what sort of uh first i guess this is real this is really just a getting to know you so with yeah. your tattoos what sort of tattoos do you do is there a particular style or a name that you put to it i um, mean obviously not to just we don't want to just put you as i do hentai art tattoos and then i also do lots of other tattoos like this there's, there's got to be like a name to it i mean i guess i wasn't really uh i don't want to say popular because i don't think i'm as popular as a lot of artists in melbourne but i became more popular when i started doing hentai stuff um 
and then it just kind of took off from there that like I became like a pop culture Japanese artist. So I do a lot of Ghibli, a lot of anime, um, just like general Japanese culture. Um, and like I'm actually Japanese, and I think people get a kick out of that. <laughs> it's sort of but, like a niche kind of thing. Well, yeah, I guess because. I actually love anime. I love Japanese culture. I mean, it's mine. I grew up with it. So there's, it feels. I think for a lot of clients, it feels good that I'm into what I want to tattoo on them. Does that make、mm. sense? So like, they'll come up to me with this obscure idea, like, I want、um, oh, something really weird. I guess like、um, a little bit more underground stuff, like、um, you know,、uh, Juji Ito,、uh, Uehiro Maru, which I just did a flash for,、um, things like that. And then they'll come up to me and be like, "Do you know this person?" I'm like, "Hell yeah! Of course I know this guy. He's awesome. Let's do this." And I guess when the artists are more excited about it, so are the clients.、Mm. And so I think that's how I've got a bit of a name. Not that I'm saying, not that I'm saying I've got a name, but like I feel、um, a lot of people who are into that、um, culture, into the Japanese culture, are saying, "Oh, Yaptaru does this, Yaptaru does that." And yeah. So, like, I don't want to pigeonhole myself as a Japanese tattoo artist, but I guess based on、uh, what I've been doing, well, not. During the lockdown, but like before that, like I guess I am a Japanese artist. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So didn't didn't really、uh, you know stave off that, but that's fine. I think if you're comfortable with the that sort of label in terms of I am you know、uh, I'm a weeb tattoo artist. You know, <laughs> if if you if you own the title, by all means, own、I、the mean... title. I mean, like technically, I can't be a weirdo because I'm Japanese. And so then otaku then.、Yeah. I get. I mean, like,、um, I have a different perception of what otaku means, I guess, to what the Western culture has. Do you want to give influenced... us an insight then? Well, okay. So my definition of an otaku, like otaku, literally means um, so like home. And so, like, you can use it in like you know、uh, different contexts other than like someone who is really into Japanese stuff. And、yeah. it's actually quite a really horrible mental disease, and it's a bit of a, a problem in Japan. It's where someone becomes deeply depressed and don't leave their homes. And so kind of like a recluse, like a, yeah, 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 like a, a a hermit, I guess. And yeah. Because the internet has taken such a boom, they're more inclined and somewhat encouraged to stay home because you know you don't you literally don't have to leave your home to you know、yeah. get things have to have things delivered or yeah、uh, I think yeah. we in a、uh, sort of westernized、uh, culture we I guess to you know if we wanted to really sort of align correctly what like otaku is. In Japan, compared to、yeah. what it is in like Westernized culture, I think the term for that would be more accurately、um, a neat. So I don't know if、yeah. you're familiar with that term,、mm. like not in education, employment, or training. You know,、yeah. they generally spend 
a lot of their time disconnected and you know on the internet you know right, like, okay. 4chan you know on yeah. stuff like that so <laughs> yeah. i guess if we wanted to really sort of you know you know really make some uh, social progress here you know really giving the proper term for what an otaku is you know yeah. not just a, <laughs> an excuse to be like well, oh, you know. I, I guess like i mean it's not like it's anything wrong and it's just like a name that you put on a group of people. And so like, I I mean, like for me, I don't use otaku, I would say weeb. And I feel like- You would like still use weeb? I would, I, I, I'm not a weeb. <laughs> 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 I can't be a weeb because I'm Japanese. Okay. okay, so in other words, <laughs> you're, you're above and beyond the title. You've transcended. <laughs> I mean, I feel like, something that you really love like watching or experiencing doesn't necessarily um define who you are i guess because yeah. i guess i mean as a tattoo artist yes it does because um like that side of my life is pretty much japanese culture whereas like when i'm at home and you know i watch a movie i'm not you know, churning through anime. I'll watch like, you know, I love Friends at the moment and I've just been doing a Friends marathon. <laughs> um, and you know, I, I love The Office. I've been watching The Office as well. It's, yeah. You know, I feel a bit crazy, but yeah. That's fine. I, I actually does that really... answer your question? <laughs> it does answer my question. I was just about to say, actually, um, because with the lockdown, I actually just got my um, my bachelor of business in the mail, so I did get to have my graduation. But uh, oh, wow. I ended up doing a photo shoot with my housemates. With uh, uh, is I, I was pretending to be Michael Scott when he's like a young <laughs> like young guy in the office. Yeah. Uh, with the, like with the, with fanny the mullet. Fanny. Yeah, and the mullet <laughs> shaking hands with the. Um, with the, the boss or whatever so that's yeah. my that's my new display picture is me pretending to be that with my uh my bachelor of uh, business. <laughs> oh, um, but yeah i think it, what you were saying though especially is um especially rings true for a lot of tattoo artists where they sort of need to not really have a niche but something that definitely makes them stand out between other tattoo artists so i definitely yeah. do get what you mean by that um and that actually sort of brings us into our next question because, you know, as you've stated, you are of Japanese origin or descent. And, um, and over there, it's um, not exactly a, a particular career path that a lot of people follow, especially no. in Japan. Uh, so how did you really get into it? Um, well, I guess... Um, how did I get into it? Oh, I've always loved art. Um, <laughs> But um, because I come from a strict Asian uh, parent, you know, they want you to be doctors, lawyers, etc. Um, I wasn't super encouraged to do pursue a career in art. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wasn't a very uh, I wasn't a very good kid, <laughs> so I was just like, whatever, I'm going to do whatever I want. And then I, I think I got my first tattoo when I was 19, which was pretty late compared to like a lot of people. 
I don't think I, I don't think nineteen's a very late age. I think oh, it's a it's more it, in that bracket of uh, when you sort of do start to make that first step. I guess oh well like in my experience a lot of tattoo artists like do home jobs where at like fifteen, sixteen years old. So um I guess like compared to tattoo artists it was a bit like I guess not for others. Um yeah. and then I just loved it, so I used to get tattooed a lot when I was a lot younger. And then um, I met someone who was a tattoo artist, and they were somewhat encouraging and somewhat not. And they pretty much said, "Oh yeah, don't don't become a tattoo artist." So I was like, "Well, wait, am I allowed to swear?" <laughs> Yeah, it's fine. You okay. can swear. Oh, cool. You, this podcast is listed as explicit, so Amazing. if you want to drop <laughs> F-bombs, C-bombs, whatever you want, by okay. all means. Amazing. So, he he was like, don't you become a tattoo artist. So I was like, fuck you, I'm going to do it. And then... <laughs> I think you then... already swear be- before, anyway. Oh, so did I? Fine. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, no, it's, it's okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, like, my parents... Uh, my grandparents like would never approve like my mom my grandma used to say like oh we won't bury you in the same plot because we have like a um like a, a grave plot of family grave plot that's been in, in there for like generations and she yeah. was like if you get tattooed we're not gonna bury you in that plot and I was like fuck you I'm gonna be Oh. Uh, it's definitely it definitely shows the um, uh, sort of that uh, cultural difference like especially for me when I got uh, growing up you know like my parents were pretty strict about it too like mm. don't get a tattoo don't get piercings you know yeah. you won't get a job you won't get this that you know you'll be frowned upon and all that and I was mm. like I was definitely in that same boat at, at the beginning I was kind of like oh, maybe they're right, you know, uh, maybe, you know, this will be affecting, and then, like, I hit 18, 19, and I was like, oh, you know, then I had, like, a, at the time, a really encouraging partner, too, uh, uh, and then I was like, you know what, I don't care, you know, uh, if I, if it really is detrimental, I'll find a way around it, I'll work to something, and then I came home with, um, I remember I came home with one tattoo uh, on my chest and then about three new piercings in my ear and my mum just looked at me and she's like oh okay that actually looks quite nice on you and I was like wow you just you just went full 180 and then, and then when I said I showed dad and then he was kind of like my my stepdad was kind of because he's like very catholic you know you know very traditional and he looked at it and he's like oh you know it's on a suit to you and I was like wow you also just went 180 and then when I went and saw my actual dad he was just like oh did it hurt you know i was like yeah, yeah. of course it freaking hurt you know i had a needle go through <laughs> my ear and, and then you know every time i go and see him now yeah he always sees a new piece on my leg and he's like oh you're gonna get any more of those uh cartoons on your son and i'm like hey, don't you worry about that there's plenty more to come <laughs> oh, so it's definitely you know like there is that um 
especially for you, you know, because you come from that very, um, you know, traditionalist sense of uh, the purity of the skin and whatnot. It's yeah. definitely interesting. Do you think uh, later on that they'll maybe have a change of heart or? I think that, so um, with my mom, she definitely disapproved until I started becoming a full-time tattoo artist and earned a good live uh, like a good wage that's mm. when she decided oh now i'm proud of you so um <laughs> as long as you know you're making money it's okay apparently yeah, there you go. the yeah. money makes the world go around especially yeah. if bird size definitely. <laughs> yeah. so yeah i guess that yeah that's definitely an interesting uh sort of way to get into it because i think you'd probably very be very well versed in it as well especially um, I know you said before you don't really follow the news a lot, but I was wondering whether you saw that um, tattooing in Japan. I think it was now legal or decriminalized. Yeah, so you had to, to be a tattoo artist, you had to have um, a doctor's license, which yeah. is ridiculous. And for, for the longest time, I think it was like that, but they've overturned it recently. And so tattooing is becoming a, a lot more popular in Japan, which is awesome. Um, yeah. Because I did, the last time I went to Japan, it was about, it was 2016, so about 40, sorry, four years ago. Mm. And um, it was summer, so I wasn't wearing you know, I wasn't, I didn't cover my tattoos and I felt so ostracized and just naked. I felt so naked because everyone was just staring at me. I wasn't allowed to go into a lot of places. Um, yeah. Like Disneyland won't let you in if you're covered in tattoos. Really? Yeah, which is really sad. Oh, um, that's, that's so strange because uh, I had a lot of tattoos at the time because my my, my most recent trip was in uh, 2019. Yeah. And, um, I think because I was because I was wearing pants, so I guess like because a lot of my ink is on my legs. Yeah. So I just remember don't wear shorts. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, I, in in saying that though, especially with in regards to the ostracization, it was really interesting because I was in Osaka and. You'll probably know him, uh, Hori Benny, over in um, Osaka, the tattoo artist. Is that the guy who's like super good at doing like anime, pastel, but, like, yeah, yeah, pastel lewd stuff? Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, he, he he owns a business over there called Invasion Club, and it's like a fashion store. And he's also got the tattooing there, and yeah. he has a really cute assistant. Her name's um, I forget her name, but she does really cute tattoos as well. Yeah. Uh, as, as an apprentice I'll, I'll have to find the name for you um but it was really interesting walking through osaka um like you know it, it was very hustle and bustle and then yeah. i was with my group and i was like hey let's i really want to check out this uh, tattoo artist's um place of business because uh you know it really interests me and you know there's not a lot of it uh, in japan so we went and had a look and as we were going to the 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 business where the business is all the streets started to get quieter and quieter okay. like it was almost like they were like locationally ostracizing you know <laughs> where it was and yeah. 
it was really and it was and i felt so bad for the place because obviously if they were in um oh, i'm trying to think of uh, harajuku if they're in harajuku they would fit in 100 percent you know yeah. like they were their the entire aesthetic the store front the tattoo parlor is so aesthetic and it's just mm. such a disappointment that like you know that culture gets ostracized over there right maybe but like that's kind of um that's a bit that's metal like oh, i think yeah. that's really cool um that they don't um you know just kind of like smack bang in the middle of like you know where it's cool to do it so yeah. I, th- I think that's kind of cool it's, def- like... it's definitely cool like I, like don't get me wrong i, I mean yeah. obviously it'd be good if they were in harajuku because you know they'd definitely be a bit more i guess in terms of uh, you know, if it like ostracization, they'd be safer. But the fact that they've gone on the complete opposite spectrum and they've gone like smack bang in the middle of Osaka, I think that's really cool as well. Mm-mm-mm. I mean, I think that like a lot of people think that Tokyo is a lot more wild, but I think Osaka is a, a lot more loose. I love Osaka. And a lot more free than Tokyo. I found that like a lot of people in Tokyo were very reserved, very conservative. Um, Tokyo wasn't fun for me, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I'm originally from Osaka, so I feel a lot more at home there. But also, um, the alternative people were more abundant in Osaka, which sounds yeah. the opposite I really of, I guess, like what there. yeah people know Tokyo for. Yeah, like I think the unfortunate thing is a lot of people like they look at Japan and it's like, oh Tokyo, you know, that's yeah. the first thing that comes to mind. It's like, no, all the fun is in Osaka. Like yeah. I don't know what you like. When I went there, I was like, I fell in love with Osaka. Like I went there twice, and every time I've had like an absolute ball. I went there. Um, there I my um my best not my best friend, but I, my I consider him a best friend because he is the funniest, like, most fun person I've ever met while I was over there. His name's, uh, he he likes to call himself Bob because he loves the minion Bob. And I think it's so funny because, like, whenever he's working, he had, like, his minion, like, he had, like, a badge for it on his top. And I was like, oh, my God, you, like, you love this character. And he was, like, so accommodating, so friendly. And he was just, like, you know, like, he was working in a bar and I was like, Oh, I used to work in a bar, and he's like, "Oh, do you want to pour a beer?" And I was showing him how to pour it like an Australian, and he was like, he like looked at me like I just committed a cardinal sin because <laughs> over there they have like um, the flow, like all the flowing uh, taps and all that are done perfectly. Like yeah. you just you just hold the glass there and it pours perfectly. In Australia, we are so terrible at maintaining our tap pressure. That's why we're always got like the foam pouring off the glass and all that. <laughs> yeah. So when he saw all the foam coming off, he's like looked at me like I just committed a cardinal sin oh, or something. Man. I was like, oh, it's just the Australian way. And he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I definitely think for anyone that's listening, like, you know, I know like he's like i said before you you know we've got like uh, explicit so we can swear fuck fuck uh tokyo go to <laughs> i completely agree i think osaka yeah. is the t- uh tokyo it, is oh, overrated yeah absolutely 100 <laughs> percent. 
Now, speaking of making big breaks and, you know, making changes, when was your first break? When did you sort of, uh, you know, you, I know you spoke about how when you sort of adopted the, you know, like the hentai, like uh, anime, uh, pop culture, Japan culture, tattoo artist uh, sort of label. When was that sort of like, what well, was that the, was that the big break or did you have another big break? <laughs> um... I wouldn't say it was a big break, but I guess um, when I realized that I was pulling clients of my own, so I didn't have to rely on the shop. Mm. Um, uh, so, I think it was, it wasn't last, I think it was March two years ago, 2018 is when I've got, I got my own studio. Um, okay. I don't have like a shop front, it's a private studio, so it's only by appointment. And I just work there by myself, which is a little bit lonely. But I think, you know, it's when you start like earning your own money and you get to keep 100% of it, that feels really good. Yeah. I wouldn't say a big break. <laughs> like, I'm not like rich and famous or anything like that. Um, Oh, no, like, I don't think Big Break refers to that. I think Big yeah. Break is, like, exactly how you put it. Like, yeah. that's when I started bringing in my own clients, got my yeah. own studio, like, I think that's definitely when you can say, like, wow, I'm actually getting somewhere, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, just but... being, like, self-sufficient and just independent feels really, you know, it felt like a, a big deal at the time, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, yeah, like, that's what I mean by first big break. I don't mean as in, like, you know, oh, I have a celebrity I mean... now. Bow down to your <laughs> presence. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, I guess it's, I mean, for tattoo artists, you know, you want to be able to do your own thing, like, have your own style, and people come to you because you have that style. I think that's when, like, when you can dictate like this is how the tattoo is going to be and obviously obviously you compromise with your clients and stuff but it's when you do just your own thing i reckon that's going to be my big break mm. um, i think not... you're already doing that though oh uh, yeah like sometimes you know a lot of clients will be like i want to tattoo i'm like what do you want to do and they're like whatever you want to do and that's 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 when I made my big break. <laughs> so I have... Just, just draw on me. I am your canvas. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's. But then I, I at, at those times I do find myself like, oh, like what do you, I'm sure you wanna like tell me what you wanna get and I'll draw it for you. And then you are like, yeah, I just do whatever you want. I'm like, oh, there's so it's many definitely... things. <laughs> It's definitely sort of like a double-edged sword, like, yeah. you know, like, if, if I were a tattoo artist and, you know, like, I, I'm terrible at drawing, by the way, <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, I'm, I'm getting better, but, like, if I were that and someone, like, gave me that, I would be like, okay, sign this waiver, you know, like, go, like, I would be like, this is, like, if you are, like, a 100%, like, down to clown, whatever the fuck I want to like tattoo on you yeah. sign this legal document right now like I don't want you to come back and say why did you like draw a big veiny like uh tied up fooder anime chick like yeah, on okay. my back you know yeah. 
Yeah. It's like, I don't want you to come back and like bring that evil on me because I brought it <laughs> on you for a reason because you said I could. <laughs> you know, it's definitely that double-edged sword. But at the same time, you know, obviously, you know, I would do that just for shits and kicks. Uh, but mm. like, you know, it's definitely a very f uh, freeing feeling, like you said, in a sense that you can be free to express what you want to express in, in, mm. a, in the form of your, your art format. Yeah. It's, I guess, like, I would want to have the freedom to do whatever I want, but also, like, I want it to be, like, the expression of the client as well, because they're the ones who have to wear it. They're the ones who have to explain why they got it, or, you know. So, yeah, like, I want it to be, like, a mutual thing. Like, if someone came up to me and asked me to do, like, a realism tattoo of, like, someone I don't know I would definitely say no and mm. like point them into the direction of like you know amazing portrait artists yeah so wait what was my point <laughs> um my point is like yeah it has to we have to bounce off of each other to I guess like get to where we both want to go and yeah giving me creative freedom is so amazing and i love it but also at the same time i'm just like oh, i don't know what to do <laughs> it's it's kind of like you like some uh linearity to it but yeah. like you, you know like he it's like give me the quest but let me do some side quests if that's okay yeah exactly so like yeah. you know, if you came up to me and you're like i want a cat that's black and creepy and i'll be like bam all right let's go you know it's just a little bit of direction yeah and then just yeah. in my style that would yeah. that yeah that would that point is amazingly fun yeah well i guess that, that that brings us to the next thing i want to ask you because you know you're saying that freedom that creativity is that what your favorite thing about your career is or is there other aspects about your career be it the you know the making the jewelry or doing the tattooing is there something that really sticks out as yes i love doing this is there something that like has that value um it would definitely have to be the fact that like when i was a kid my mom when i told her i wanted to be an artist my mom told me artists don't make any money and you'll be struggling to live forever and that like resonated with me in such a crazy way because I did want to be an artist but I when I actually did VCE so year 12 I actually did all science subjects because I was actually going to be a doctor mm. um, and then it's like I feel like if I chose that path I would totally be I would completely be a totally different person and mm. I would probably be hating my life right now and yeah so now, you know, I'm an artist, I get paid to do art, I get to pay, I get paid to create and to, you know, to scar you in, for <laughs> life, you know, and that's such a, that's such a, I don't, I, I don't have a God complex, I swear, but it's such an honor to, you know, yeah, to create, to put it on you and you have to wear it forever. Yeah. I love that you're just like I get to I get to scar you and you have to wear you have to deal with that, you know? I mean I, I mean scar in the literal sense that like it is actually a scar. Like I am, you know, causing you pain and you pay me to do it. <laughs> like 
That's I I love it though. You're like I don't have a god complex, but like you know, like that's how you describe it. Your your favorite thing is you get to scar people and people have to wear it. No, no, I swear I I I I actually to be honest, I actually hate hurting people. Um, I hate when I'm tattooing someone and they're not having a good time. That makes that actually makes me feel like shit. But at the end, where they went through all that pain for so many hours, and they look at it and they're just like, "Oh my god, this is so amazing! I love this!" Like that's the moment where I feel the most happy. Like yeah. I'm, and I, it's it's it gives me goosebumps. It's like a drug in like a, you know, in that way. And it's just like, oh god, I love being a tattoo artist. Yeah. And, and that's probably the best thing about being a tattoo artist. Yeah, it's definitely that like that last sort like last bit of gratification in a sense like you know like the first part is wow someone's just contacted me to get a design and the second yeah. part is wow they've given me so much creative freedom and then like the the third part of it which is the last part is like they've said wow I love it I'm really grateful that I came to you and got it you know like it's like sort of like the whole three boxes ticked and it's like yes mm. I love it. Because, like, for me, when I get tattooed, um, I'm the complete opposite. I think I'm a, um, I think I'm a little bit of a sadist. I, I, not, like, I don't, I love getting tattooed because that's, uh, when I find I can, uh, meditate the best, in a sense. Okay. Like, because okay. I do meditation every now and then, but every time I do it in the traditional sense of like the breathing exercises and you know sort of clearing my mind mm. I find that I get, I get like a lot of negative uh, energy in a sense okay like I, every now and then I do get like positive like oh okay cool that was a really good meditation session you know um, my mind's open and I'm feeling positive and then like every like more often than not it'll just be like you know all these negative thoughts i'm like oh what the hell you know like why am i doing this and then i go and get <laughs> tattooed and then like i clear my mind and because i i guess because i got someone that's like jabbed me with ink or whatever like you know i just sort of have to tune out to everything and i guess that's what a, sort of helps me uh you know have more of that positive energy because i'm in that mm -hmm. environment of oh i'm getting something i like you know, by someone i like you know mm-hmm yeah so for me like you know i know how you're like i'm scared of hurting people it's like for me it's like please hurt me it makes me feel good <laughs> out of context that sounds so bad <laughs> please if someone finds this podcast like you down the line please don't use that against me <laughs> Um, but yeah, I guess um, because that's your favorite thing, not hurting people, obviously, but like the gratification of it all, um, is that sort of what motivates you to work hard or is there other reasons that help you to stay motivated to work hard? What's, what's, sort, of, what's sort of your driving force? What, what powers you to be the powerhouse that is you? Um, definitely um, just people leaving my studio with just like the biggest smile on my face is definitely a, a driving force i mean it's not a cheap service you know oh, and so you know you don't want people to be disappointed or feel like you, you know you're not worth the money that they just spent on you that would be the absolute worst um i 
I mean, my what I do with art is an extension of myself, and it's definitely um, uh, validating me as a person in a way, which is. It's it's a bit of a gamble sometimes, I guess. Like, but I but I guess like I don't usually take on work that I don't think I'm capable of doing because, you know, I don't want people to have shit tattoos. <laughs> I want them to leave, and you know, I, I want people to go away with the best tattoos. So I would I will always send someone, sorry, uh, potential clients to other artists that I think can do it better. Um. What was the question? It was driving for, right? Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's right. You don't have to worry about like if you <laughs> look if you ha- are explaining what you you know passionate about, like what's yeah. the question or not. It's fine. Like yeah. I would prefer you to like talk about these things because these are like your thoughts, your feelings. These are things that people want to know. Like if okay. you know if you're if you think it's a gamble every time that you're tattooing someone, you know. Think about it this way. People listening are thinking, wow, she's taking, like, a lot on. Like, I hope that what I'm choosing for her, she's happy with. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it's that, like, there's there's two sides to this, you know? You think you're taking a gamble, but it's other people thinking she's not taking a gamble. People are literally coming to her to get tattoos, <laughs> <laughs> you know? But, like, yeah. you, like you said, like, when people leave the studio, you know, and they said they love it and all that. That I guess that is one motive, that, that motivation for you. Mm-mm. I mean, definitely. I mean, like, I guess like a lot of people do it for money, and that's fair enough. Um, and a lot of people do it just for art, and that's you know, that's good as well. But I guess like I mostly do it for the clients. I want to say. You do it for the people. Yeah, if they're happy, then that makes me happy. And I mean, like you have to wear the thing forever, <laughs> unless you laser it off, obviously. But like, yeah. <laughs> they, they make <laughs> they're making a commitment to you in a small, well, okay, I wouldn't even say a small way, in a big way for the rest of their life. And that I feel like a lot of people do put emphasis on that, like, oh, this is going to be on me forever. Um, you know, you know, thousands of people are going to see this and judge me or, you know, like me for it. And it does happen. That does happen. Like, how many people have, like, touched your tattoos and commented on your tattoo, right? Um, and that, I think, having a tattoo changes people's perception about you. Let's say, like, you're completely clean skin, like, you have no tattoos and it's something you get a tattoo and then people are like, oh, this person got a tattoo. And whether you're a conservative person, you're or you're a free person, you know, like perceptions change. And I want to have my clients to have a positive perception by everybody because you know, like you don't get. I mean, I like to think that like most people get tattoos for themselves, but it does involve every other person that sees it. Yeah, it definitely so, is. Uh, I think. When I think about my tattoos, um, you know, I, I think like uh, a lot of people see it as like dicky or cringy uh, when people say, "Oh, my tattoos have meaning," you know, like. Uh, but you what, know, what oh, do you have? What do you have? What do I have? Well, yeah, I have. Um, and, and this is what I'm trying to get at, though. Like, 
my tattoos do have meaning and that they reflect uh at who i am as a person when people see it like if they look at it like that's who i am like on my leg i've got mostly characters from like the legend of zelda series oh my god me, that's awesome <laughs> like i've got uh the skull kid from majora's mask i've awesome. got uh, I've got Midna from can Twilight just, Princess. Wait, wait, I'm so sorry to disturb you, but can I just say I've never done a Zelda tattoo, and I would love to do a Zelda. I'll tell you what. After, after my first two tattoos uh, from yeah. you, we'll get a Zelda one done. How's that? Yes, yeah, that would be yeah. so amazing. Yeah, but like for me, lots of like even like I've got um, I got Finn and Jake from Adventure Time tattooed yeah, on awesome. me. Yeah, awesome. I've got a uh, generic anime girl face tattooed onto me. Okay. Uh, Ramona <laughs> Flowers from like Scott Pilgrim. Why? Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why Ramona Flowers? Yeah, okay, I was like, okay, I've only seen the movie. I haven't read the comics to be fair. She's a bit of a piece of shit. Like, uh, yeah. Look, um, definitely because of, I guess, like the, I guess the, the term of this year, uh, E Girl. Definitely mm -hmm. that e-girl aesthetic. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, in the comics, uh, I think she's a very... Um, her character is a well-developed character. It's the same okay. as, like, Scott. The movie, like, people will tell you all the time, read the books, like, yeah. for anything, you know? Uh, mm -hmm. Like, the books always have more depth to it than the movies. The movies is fantastic for what it is. Like, right at the end, it's very choppy-choppy because, like, they literally had to push, like, set, like, six books into like one movie okay. um, but in the in the books she's a very well fleshed out character yes she has seven evil ex-boyfriends but she's also a character that struggles with her own inhibitions you know she has like uh she has uh social anxiety she has uh you know uh, she thinks that because she is who she is you know um you know she needs to cut away from people she can't be who she is that's why she you know runs away you know um like yeah she's a shit character shit person for you know uh ditching scott or you wait know, in the movie in the movie in the movie in the movie yeah, yeah. in the movie sorry uh, yeah but like the same could be said for the exact same thing with scott scott no no on... scott scott is a piece of shit <laughs> scott is a pe like he's a literal piece of shit like he cheats yeah. on his uh you know on nice chow you know and in and she's under age. She she's she's literal lolly bait, you know. Uh, yeah. But uh, in the book, you know, it's explained in the book that he's a person that has doesn't have a lot of motivation, you know. That's why he's in a band, you know. He's a bit of a dropkick uh, who sort of sees everything as like he's the hero of his own story, and you know. Like I like, didn't I, mind all of that. I just thought like he just didn't treat people well for yeah. like because he seems like he would have experienced all those things by someone else like inflicting yeah you know, and he, uh, in the book it's definitely explored like i know if it's a graphic novel and people are like oh you got it but like yeah in, in the books it's definitely the characters are definitely more um uh like definitely more worked on and explained better than in the movies because mm. like for me like me getting that tattoo was i loved the character because she's someone that literally got trapped in her own head with all the negative thoughts and had to break uh, free from it so to mm. me that's what the character represents 
and like it's super she's super cute as well <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so, so like, like that was like the perfect example of me making quick judgment you know like i haven't even read the comic um i based it like all on the movie as a character and then you yeah. have a tattoo of her and it's just like that that for me was baffling like i didn't know why you would and it's nice to have conversations where you explain yourself to the person who is looking at the tattoo yeah and wait i had a point <laughs> sorry i just go on tangents <laughs> and i forget where well where i was at but yeah so i think in that sense like you know like you want to be able to represent yourself in the best way possible to like strangers to people you've never met people yeah. who are on podcasts <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I do, um, I do get your point I think it's a very good point it's the uh, expression I think what you're trying to get at is the expression of individuality definitely yeah and I I, I, uh, I love those conversations I love how people are like I I didn't want to get tattoos to have conversations with people it's like but why Having conversations with people about tattoos is like the best thing ever. Maybe know? maybe there are introverts though, because I do understand some aspects. Because yeah. um, so every time I, not okay, maybe at least when I was sorry when I was able to go outside, at least once a day, someone will say nice tattoos, and I think it's just a gross, uh, cis male way to talk to me. And yeah. I don't appreciate that because I did not get all this work done for them. Yeah. But I do have like genuine conversations where a girl would come up to be up to me and be like, "Oh my god, your tattoos are amazing! Can I ask where you got it from? Who did it? Etc. Cetera, Etc." Cetera. Like that's the conversation I want to have. Yeah, you know? it shouldn't so, be like a cat calling sort exactly. of. Exactly. Like yeah. that's that's what I don't like. So, yeah. I, and then like you have those moments where maybe like you know you're just feeling a little bit introverted when you're outside and you don't want to have that conversation. Mm. Oh, also, also like people think it's okay to touch you if you have tattoos. Like they'll lift your arm up and just like you know twist your arm around so they can see the artwork. Like I've I don't never experienced I that. Don't like I don't like that. I don't know why people do that. Like I, I've been very fortunate <sighs> to never have had my tattoos touched. Yeah. Like obviously i've actually i've had my arm touched once but that was because they wanted to because the angle that my tattoo was on was deformed because they a, ask first no which was, oh, but rude. Like, that was that was <laughs> someone i knew though so that's different yeah that's fine like, that's fine. yeah but like because i've got an uno card on me that says no you uh, so because it was deformed they wanted to look at it and yeah. they, they didn't grab my arm roughly they're like oh i'm just gonna have a better look at it i'm like yeah that's fine yeah I've, that's I've, fine that's i've been totally fortunate fine. enough to never have experienced someone like that yeah it's it's pretty gross like i used oh, to work yeah i used to so i used to bartend as well and i used i used to work in a lot of bars and you know i would i'd be working and serve their drinks whatever and then they'll make a comment nice tattoos and i'll give them their change and they'll take the change out of my hand but also grab my hand at the same time and lift my oh, arm oh so disgusting i hate yeah. that stuff so i don't know why i don't know why people who are i guess not tattooed most of them usually a lot of people aren't tattooed that do like those inappropriate things like mm. i don't know why they think that i'm like 
an art exhibit to be, you know, looked at. Like, I do. But you're not even myself. allowed to touch the art exhibits exactly. at, at, at like galleries. <laughs> You're not even supposed to touch it. So why are you touching me? Yeah. Oh, people are weird. People are just. I guess I. I understand. Like sometimes, maybe like you're not familiar with that kind of like those kinds of people where they do have tattoos on a lot of them and they are on display. But also at the same time, like you know about personal space and respecting that personal space. So exactly. I have no sympathy. Yeah. They just need to know not to touch. <laughs> like, you don't randomly touch people on the street. So, you know, why are you touching me? Just because I have tattoos. Like, ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. This is... Uh, so, a whole can of worms here. <laughs> it is! <laughs> what not to do <laughs> with it's someone who's tattooed. <laughs> it's really great, though, because, like, it's... This is, like, the next point I wanted to ask you about is, like what is like what is your biggest complaint about like your job like what is something that you dislike and obviously people touching you is like (laughs) numero uno but is there anything else that sort of sticks out um i guess when people don't trust me like for no reason so sometimes people will hit me up and be like hey i've seen your tattoos i really love what you do etc 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 i've seen your tattoos and they'll go through the whole process of like hooking in with me and drawing them a design now i will never draw a design that you don't like and i tattoo it on you like that would never happen i guess like some maybe some artists have done that in the past like i've heard of stories where you know you don't get to see the design you know until the day and then if you want to make changes on the day they won't let you like i've heard i have heard of that and i don't think that's like the practical way to get tattoos but i will always edit the tattoo to how you'd want it within the like the range of tattoos so like there's obviously rules about like what can go on skin and what can't so i will always advise you on those things and this one time this particular person they weren't really happy with the design oh, sorry they wanted me to draw a design but they didn't want to pay a deposit because they weren't sure if they didn't like it so i had to explain to them well you know drawing a design let's say like you know hand sized you know quite detailed tattoo could take about eight hours for me to draw mm. so i'm not going to spend eight hours on a design that you may not want to get and yeah, they absolutely. Did- yeah and they didn't like that and I was like, okay, well, um, you know, there's nothing I can do. Like, what, what can we do? And she's just like, I'm just not sure about like your drawing ability. I'm like, hey, you're the one who hit me up for a tattoo telling me how much you <laughs> like my stuff. How yeah. much you think it's great. And now suddenly you don't trust me. Like, oh, and, you know, I, <laughs> like, I think a deposit is okay to pay, right? Yeah. And like, <laughs> If you, honestly, I think in that situation, that's more of an uncertainty on their behalf. Where, oh yeah, definitely. Like, like if you are hitting someone up for a tattoo, like you, are, like you obviously have to have enough confidence that a you are happy with their their designs from the get go, right? Mm. Like if you contact someone, I think it's the only reasonable reason you should be contacting them is one, your 
interested and want to get a tattoo from them. Two, you're interested in their portfolio and want to explore their portfolio and wanted to know, like, for example, if you, like, if someone went to your, <laughs> for uh, some unknown reason, went to your more uh, not safe for work uh, uh, Instagram, uh, mm. you, you know, mm. and that's all they saw and they message you and they say, hey, do you do anything else, you know, expression mm. of interest, then you can be like, yeah, um, actually, this is like my not safe for work one here's my like my like my one where I do, like everything else you know and like those are the and the other one should be like number three like getting information like those are the only times that you need to contact if you're not on if you're not sure about what you want if you're not sure whether you want it from that person you shouldn't be contacting them full stop you know <laughs> i mean definitely okay to ask questions uh, yeah. find out like you know what is possible what's not possible but it's just like the whole i i find it really disheartening when they just pretty much outright don't trust me for no reason yeah and th that's when like i mean i guess some, maybe sometimes they're thrown off by the fact that there is a deposit involved that they may not get back depending on um, my time frame um but like uh, that's when it upsets me most because when you do get that message saying oh my god that's when you're like oh my god this feels so nice thank you so much you've never met me before you're paying me all these compliments amazing and then just like to backpedal and be like no i don't trust you that's, yeah that's when it hurts <laughs> and it's like yeah. what did i do just just be careful there because when you went into like that oh my god voice you like disappeared <laughs> <laughs> like your whole voice just went into like another like dimension just then i was like i know she's talking about herself <laughs> but yeah i definitely get what you mean <laughs> but uh yeah yeah. <laughs> I guess I guess I can understand why that would be your biggest complaint because that's that's basically a, a waste of your time. A lot. I mean, of it doesn't happen a lot. Um, I I don't think it's a waste of time because it does it does like teach you to like have tougher skin. Like yeah. definitely when I first started and people didn't want to go through with the bookings like that really hurt my feelings. Like I was such an emotional like little shit. I was like. <laughs> they don't want to get tattooed by me <laughs> like, <laughs> but like, like like you have to have a lot of that over time just to like be a little bit more uh, confident I guess within yourself because you know one person not liking your stuff shouldn't like define you as a person and your whole art you know like that's not how it works but that's how I used to take it so yeah. It doesn't happen a lot anymore um, because I feel like a lot of, you know, like 99% of my clients are amazing. They're so nice. Um, they're mostly weeds. <laughs> and they're like, they're gentle souls, you know, and they're so lovely. And I can't remember the last time where someone was just like, hey, I want a tattoo. What's your rates? Oh, that's too expensive. Fuck you. Like, I've I haven't had that in such a long time. No, I, I'm, I'm deadly serious. That's how it happens. Like, some conversations used to go, yo, what's your rate? And I'll be like, oh, uh, this much? And they'll be like, oh, that's fucking too much. Like, can you do it for less? And I'll be like, uh, no. Uh, sorry. I just, Please yeah. Please go somewhere else. 
it's just ringing very true with one of my other interviews I did uh, recently. That that's yeah. the same thing that always comes up is why barter? You know, if you pay <laughs> pay for the quality that you're getting because it's gonna be on your skin forever. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, it's really interesting. Like, I guess like it's um, it's definitely hard for me to put a worth on like what I do because you know as artists like it's really hard to be uh not so critical like yeah. we're, we're always striving to be like amazingly perfect and it's never going to happen obviously so it's hard to put a price on you know what you're worth but then yeah. when someone lowers that that's when you're like oh mate no None of that. Don't get tattooed. Like, I mean, tattoos aren't a necessity. Sorry, necessity. Like, it's a luxury item. It's for the people who have disposable income. Like, it's not. Don't let the government hear that, please. (laughs) (laughs) I want you back in business, please. (laughs) I mean, like, in terms of like, if you, I think, like, if you're struggling to find the money to pay for tattoos you shouldn't be getting tattooed you know yeah. like you shouldn't be starving yourself for a week to go get tattooed it's the, like oh this is horrible to say but it should be your last priority oh god i probably shouldn't say that for my business but, that's all right but... i'll edit it out at the same time like i feel like um a lot of people after they get tattooed, not okay, not a lot, a lot, but like several people have messaged me after they got tattooed and they said that, like, thank you so much. This has just been like, you know, it changed my life in the positive sense because they've been going through a rough time, or you know, yeah, pretty much they're going through a rough time. And, um, like, if I was being super like deep and personal, like, I did used to self uh, harm myself and I found that tattooing was a better way to scar my body yeah rather than having those lines there yeah it's definitely look it's nothing wrong with I think it's good that you've opened the conversation because a lot of I've spoken to with a lot of interviewees and they say that art is therapeutic art is their way of um creatively outletting their whether it's a positive or a negative way you know like i just spoke to a lovely artist before who was saying the way she um used to express herself through her art mediums was you know very sorrowful and very raw emotion Mm. you know and lots of people would take it at face value of oh you're sad you know (laughs) it's like no that's just an expression you know Mm. you, you know that's how i am expressing and I think, you know, if you can, if you are going through, you know, like, like depression, you know, anxiety and stuff like that. And if you can channel it into something positive, like, you know, you, instead of self-harming, you know, you put it into a career, like, you know, I, I know it sounds bad to say profit off sadness, but, uh, you, know, <laughs> you know, like if you can find a way that you can express and, you know, create meaning from it and be, turn it into a positive and then, you know, eventually it just becomes a positive instead of, you know, Definitely. Some, something that you struggle with, you know, mm-hmm. and I think, I think it's good, you know, like, so thank you for opening up about that, you know. 
Hmm. I think it's just I am sorry, a bit sensitive. <laughs> no, that's fine. Um, it definitely helped me a lot, kind of like find myself as well as just being able to um I don't want to say control or maintain but like just kind of not go to that dark place where you think that like self-harming can only fix mm. and it's like I mean I didn't get deep and meaningful with my tattoo artist when I was young getting tattooed or anything like that I mean they obviously saw my scars and they were like obviously knew about it and I wasn't seeking an emotional comfort from them or anything but they did somehow provide that through tattoos and yeah that's when I think I really like the like tattooing a lot is that like it, it like helps me express myself and also help me make uh, deal with my emotional mental problems yeah. and whatnot um I I think like a lot I mean look I don't I don't want to say that like you know my clients aren't my friends and I want to keep that relationship where they're my clients and I'm the title artist like it, like a clear-cut thing or anything like that but you know I it's it, like if you if you come to a if you come to a session and you have lots of scars you know you're not gonna like open up to your title artist and be like I'm sad this is why I do this etc etc like that's that's not something that's happened mm. but afterwards when they do get tattooed and they do tell me about it afterwards that's when like I feel like I am necessary like as a tattoo artist does that make sense like it's not yeah that's, I get yeah. what you mean yeah so like, you, you're providing in a sense I don't say an outlet outlet sounds like the wrong word but you're providing yeah. uh, a space like it almost like a safe space you know yeah and I definitely and, like I said before with the meditation like tattooing to me is my safe space for meditation mm. you know and like for some people like you said they you know they get tattooing because that's how how they feel safe you know mm, mm, mm. and there's nothing wrong with that and I and honestly I think it's a beautiful thing yeah definitely agree um it, i mean it shouldn't replace real therapy but oh my God. <laughs> like, that's not what i'm saying either like it shouldn't replace real therapy you should go see a real professional if you have like real deep-seated problems but it's amazing that we could assist yeah if that makes sense just, uh, uh, i don't know if that's the right therapist way please dm you if you need like a <laughs> tattoo therapy <laughs> But it's, yeah, it's definitely very helpful. I, I do agree. I 100% mm. agree with it wholeheartedly. And, hmm. like, I've been, actually been wanting to do something um, just to, like, help the people where, you know, they'll come get tattooed instead of wanting to hurt themselves. I just haven't been able to... Um, you know, run that kind of uh, what is it? What, I, um, I don't want to say system. What, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Oh, all the words off have left me. I have COVID brain. Um, <laughs> Everyone's yeah. got COVID brain. So, I, I guess what you want to say is you want to create a way 
where you can open a channel for people that are experiencing mental illness or mental health issues to be able to find the necessary um, channels, like the correct channels for them to... No, so what I want to do is, if you're feeling shitty and you want to, like, hurt yourself, um, I'm saying come get tattooed. But, oh. at, like, yeah, like, like either for free or a discounted rate, but I'm, like, it's been a bit difficult because... I, I I don't wanna I don't wanna be like, hey you this particular person, um, I've noticed this. Um, if you're ever feeling shit, come get tattooed. And like I feel like I'm overstepping my bounds. Does that make sense? Like I, get, I don't I get, wanna yeah. like be I don't wanna be, you know, um what the, oh, I don't I don't want to be intrusive. Yeah, I get what you mean. Like, it yeah. can be very intrusive. Like, it's a very, it's a sensitive topic, you know? It like, it's a very sensitive topic for a lot of people. And I do get what you mean by finding a way to, because it's hard for a lot of people to go and seek the help, like, the correct help, like, mm-hmm. in a sense. Not to say that tattooing doesn't help. Like, tattooing is an immensely helpful um, thing, but it's definitely, um, you're very true in saying it's it's very hard to, navigate a way that would be acceptable and Mm. not like not i guess it wouldn't be uh in uh allowing in enabling you know in a Mm, sense mm, mm, you know mm, mm. you want it to be so like yes this is an alternative but it shouldn't be the alternative in a sense yeah i guess that's what you're trying to say yeah and and i and you're right that would be a very very difficult thing to uh, navigate in a sense. Mm, definitely. But uh, yeah, no, I could definitely respect you trying to figure out a way about it. Yeah, I just, I just don't know. Like, I, I mean, like, I'm not gonna put up an Instagram post and be like, "Hey, are you feeling shit? I'm gonna tattoo <laughs> on the house." Like, that's not, like, that's not a conversation to be had on Instagram. Yeah, but it's exactly. also, it, yeah, but it's also I can't find myself being respectful of people's space and be like hey are you feeling shit don't yeah. harm yourself come get tattooed instead i so... mean i mean what <laughs> you could do if you just like to spitball an idea you could yeah. do like if everyone like if you got everyone on board like other tattoo artists maybe like do I'm... like a tattoos oh. for mental health day or something like i that. think like there are some people um that do that um, if I was being super honest, I'm a little bit out of the tattoo circle um, because I live, because I tattoo in a cave and live in a cave. <laughs> I don't have a lot of friends. <laughs> oh uh, dear. Yeah. No, Alright, so... we'll get. We'll hopefully no, 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 we'll get no, no, you we'll... more connected. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, like, not to sound snobby, but that's by choice. By choice. Oh, no, yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. I mean. Um... There's not definitely nothing wrong with uh, having that disconnect. Yeah, it's just I um, I think during my apprenticeships, like it wasn't the easiest. Like not everyone was shit. Like, but it wasn't very easy, and I'm very sensitive to how to when humans are being shit. Mm. 
and that gets me in a bit of a state so I try to like not that's why I don't read the news or like be up to date with the COVID stuff yeah um so I try to um yeah like stay away from like the industry which probably isn't good it's a double-edged sword I guess yeah, you're all about them double-edged swords. Yeah, I love those. I love those conundrums and dilemmas. There's, I don't think there's anything wrong about that, though. Yeah, I mean, like, I think, like, if I was, like, I don't, I don't want it to be like, um, you know, my quote of the day, but tattoo artists are dicks. <laughs> like, uh, look, honestly, I'll be, I'll be very <laughs> honest with you. Yeah. I don't think like I I think to I do agree with um that statement. Yeah. I agree We're that they can, you know, uh, like... I don't I don't think it's like it's like set in stone like if you're a tattoo artist you are now therefore an arsehole slash dick. <laughs> I think that to to me it's uh tattoo artists can develop a persona that is very dickish and very arsehole-ish because I, I remember agree. the very first time I ever walked into a tattoo parlor I wasn't mm. going to get a tattoo I was literally just like my partner at the time was getting a tattoo because mm. her dog had just died so she wanted oh. to get something commemorative yeah. um, and I was she was having a conversation with an artist which was fine and I was in there and I was like hey look I don't want to be that guy but I have like some emails that I need to answer for like uni can I just charge my phone yeah and, and they said you know, no they said no yeah whoa yeah and, and I was just like really taken back I was like like they obviously said no to you charging your phone yeah and <laughs> I was like and the funny thing was the cable was just right there in plain sight like in the no. wall socket oh. and then the guy was just like He's like, oh, actually, nah, sorry, I gotta charge my my iPad, you know, because I did it for work. And I was just like, I was like, I was like, dude, it would have been fine if you just said, oh, like, like if you had said yes, great. If you had just said, uh, no, it's for clients or something like that. Yeah. yeah totally respect that. Cool, whatever. But the yeah. fact that he like grab the cable then like put the tablet in and then like put it on the like the bench and it was like on 96 percent i was like are you (laughs) i was like that is hilariously amazingly awesome oh my god i was like the stack on this man was hilarious I was oh like, I God. cannot believe, like, you were being like this. Because I was also, like, talking to, like, him as well. Like, thinking about yeah. tattoos. I was like, oh, look, oh. I do want to get tattoos. I'm just not sure what I should get not yet. Not by like, you. Well, obviously, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I never yeah. got a tattoo from you. But, like, I was like, is there any... I was just sort of asking. I was like, what are the sort of ways to, like, approach it? Like, what are the ways I should... What are things I should be looking at? And yeah. he was just kind of, like, half-assing it. Like, he, like just disinterested. And yeah. like that was like the like that was the cherry on top as well. I was like, Ugh. oh, dude, that that is you just lost me. Like I was yeah. like really prepared to come into this studio and like support you guys, and I was like, no. Nah. <laughs> but oh, like, that's, yeah, that's such strange behavior. Because obviously, without you guys, like we we'd be nothing. We would yeah. be nothing without the client. So it just doesn't like make 
any sense to be so rude. Yeah. I mean, it was so funny though. I look at it back yeah, now and I laugh. It's, it's pretty hilarious. Like that's pretty amazing. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I yeah, just, I definitely agree with your statement that like some like that persona can be very dickish yeah. and very asshole-ish. <laughs> and like I definitely know a lot of nice artists, and there's definitely a lot of dicks out there, and that's so unfortunate because you know now it's so wildly popular in Australia you know you'd you'd want to go get tattooed by the big dog and usually the bigger the dog the, <laughs> the, the jerkier bigger, they are yeah I don't know about that. I, don't, I really <laughs> just don't think that uh, like personally I don't think if I think about it I don't think there's any like you know, oh, I'm top dog, yo, you know, I'm the tattoo artist, you gotta be and see, you know, I don't think of that, I, d I literally just look at the artists that I have, and I'm like, okay, I like you guys, you guys, you guys vibe with me, and, mm. you know, you got good designs, and, you know, yeah. you're not judgmental, you, you're pretty chill about it, and, yeah, <laughs> like, you know, I think that's what, for me, I don't go for, like, you know, I'm not some hype beast, you know, I don't want to get supreme <laughs> tattooed onto me by, like, <laughs> some guy that could like do it just that little bit better than someone else uh, you know <laughs> i think i like if i mean i can't think of a tattoo artist right off the top of my head who i really really want to get tattooed by um but if i knew i guess like wait wait sorry so I've been tattooed by pretty amazing people. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there are some people who don't want to chat and some people who do want to chat. And that's fine because, you know, we all tattoo differently. And, you know, I, when I tattoo people, I'm always different because, you know, sometimes the client's chatty and they want to, you know, have a gab. That's awesome. And sometimes, mm -hmm. you know, people want to put their headphones in and just like chill out, which is all awesome as well. Um, so I don't, when I get tattooed, I don't mind either way. You know, if you want to talk, you don't want to, you don't want to not talk, you know, that's fine. Um, I do find it a little bit different now that like, I think when people know that I'm an artist or if they know of me, they treat me differently from when, you know, when I was just a, a, a tattoo enthusiast, you know, <laughs> so. Enthusiast. <laughs> yeah. Um, I get, like, it just depends, honestly. Like for me. Yeah, if... it totally depends, yeah. Like if I, if it's someone that I'd like know like needs the concentration, like yeah. I'll be fine with it. Like I'll be like, yeah, cool, I'll zone out. But if it's someone that I know chatters, I'll be like, yeah, yeah, what's I, new? What's happening? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you want to have that kind of like really like, comfortable relationship with your title artist because you know you are there for the title, but also like you're actually there in yeah. that place with that person and that that time you spend with that person is totally important because you know you can get good tattoos but maybe you had a really shit time and then you hate the tattoo afterwards just because yeah. you had such a shitty time yeah. and um i i know i have a lot of tattoos where like they're good but i didn't really have a good time with that person yeah and so i hate it 
I hate it. Yeah, I'm actually like in the process of getting one lasered right now. <laughs> like, I hate wow. it so much. Like, fuck you. Wow. <laughs> I'm raise you out of my life. <laughs> but hey, at least you got more space for more ink for later. Exactly, on. exactly. Oh. And yeah, I guess that that's actually a really good uh, uh, point to go to now because um, what is your proudest accomplishment, you know? Like, what do you, what is something that always comes to mind? Because I know, obviously, that's the other side of the spectrum. You're like, I hate that tattoo, laser time, you know? But, like, <laughs> what's, what's the opposite? What's the thing that, you know, you're really, like, happy to have your name on? Or, like, you know, what what's that for you? What, do you mean, like, tattoos that I've done? or Whether it's a tattoo you've done, or whether it's a really good boba earring that you made, or... <laughs> Or a I mean, did you done. see those bobas? They're so good. They were like, very there is impressive. nothing on the internet like it. Because it was I've very seen, good. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. <laughs> you should have put it up on, uh, I don't know if you're on Facebook, but you should have put it up on uh, Subtle Asian Traits. They would have ate it up. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, there's like a big like uh, Facebook group called Subtle Asian Traits, and they just like, they chat shit on like everything. They're like, okay. oh, that Mulan movie, fuck that, you know? <laughs> oh, like... <laughs> <laughs> you know, or like, um, I'm sorry, but you do not do a Mulan movie without Mushu. That's stupid. Uh, or the no. cricket, the fucking cricket. I love yeah. the cricket. Disney, what you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? I mean, but, all the uh, remakes are terrible. Like, all uh, of them. I didn't mind the uh, oh, which one was it? I didn't mind the Beauty and the Beast one. That one was actually pretty decent. I haven't seen it, um, but I can't imagine um, Hermione Granger as Belle. Because that's like my favorite Disney movie, and I refuse to watch it. Okay, then I'll, <laughs> I'll let you keep the Disney movie fantasy. But I, yeah. I, I personally really enjoyed it. But okay. we're not talking about Disney. We're talking about yeah, your yeah. proudest accomplishment. <laughs> proudest accomplishment, I guess, um, would have to be the fact that like, um, I'm an artist making money and surviving and paying rent and all that, like. Um, I, am a, I am a functioning adult. Yeah, I'm a crazy. functioning adult. Well, I don't see myself as an adult. I feel like I'm still a child and I get to live like a child as long as I don't have any children or any other responsibilities. Um, That's a knock, knock on wood. <laughs> knock on wood. <laughs> um, I don't. Like, I plan to just live how I want to live for the rest of my life and I feel like I've been doing that for a few years now which is amazing yeah um you know just like not having your life dictated by someone else is really nice so like whether it be your boss or like um like your clients when you used to do tattoos that you didn't want to do um but it's definitely nice to just like be my own boss, work whenever I want to work, say no to jobs that I don't particularly want to do or feel like I should do. Um, I don't have to, I like, I'm really funny with humans. Um, 
I mean, every, I, every, definitely like everybody gets a chance with me to like for me to like know who they are as a person. But I'm really, really good at picking up like what your shit traits are. And okay. so, yeah, like so what's really... my what's my shit traits then? Let's let's. Well, I haven't met you yet. I haven't met. I have to see you in person. Okay, I'll. I'm gonna hold that to you. <laughs> I, I need to know so I can work on it. I need to work on my shit traits. But like when I say shit traits, I mean like shit as a human and I don't want to deal with those people and I tend to cut those people out of my life really fast but like you know if they're my friends or whatever and I I like that I get to dictate that with every aspect of my life I guess so like let's say if this podcast didn't go well and I didn't I didn't get good vibes from you I'd be like hey is it okay if we cancel our appointment yeah yeah and I just I mean please don't cancel the appointment (laughs) (laughs) I get I get what you're saying but please don't (laughs) (laughs) you just vibe wrong with me oh yeah I mean like (laughs) I think being able to like, you know, like what? How long is our appointment? Like five, six hours, right? You really want to spend it with me when, like, we're not having a good time? Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I get what you mean. Yeah. You like, I think like with me, it's not just the tattoos. It's the whole. It's the atmosphere. It's the environment. It's our vibes. Our chemistry is clicking or not. And like you know, we don't have to be best friends. Like that's not what I'm saying. But if I mm. get bad vibes from you, like you strangle cats in your spare time, like I'm not going to tattoo you. Like okay, yeah. yeah. Well, just Does for clarification, I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> like there was this one time where someone said they don't like animals, and I was like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> They're like, yeah, I really hate animals. Like I don't like them, and I was like. God, I can't trust you. Like, <laughs> you seem like a serial killer. Uh, it's like, uh, okay, please leave my life. Yeah. Because that that's uh, that's kind of messed up. <laughs> it was just so strange. Like, just like commenting about because I have lots of like animals in my studio, uh, yeah. not like live ones, like you know paintings or like taxidermy stuff. And she just she just said I hate animals, and I was just like, why? Not like I dislike them or I'm indifferent. She passionately said, I hate She said, I hate animals. And I was just like, okay, well, I'm going to finish this up and please never come back. That's so weird. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't say that. That's rude. But you were thinking that intensely. I was thinking that intensely. And, man, it it, it was just such a weird statement, you know? Because she was a quiet type of person who liked to get tattoos quietly. And I was just working away, blah, 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 you know? And she's obviously looking at all my paraphernalia in my room. And then she just suddenly goes, I hate animals. And I was like, okay. Um, Oh, dear. I didn't delve delve any further. Like, I just couldn't be bothered. Like, like, I didn't want to know why she doesn't like them. Like, I don't care. I love you should yeah. have just put up a sign that says silence while tattooing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> just be like, don't make me tap the side again. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I totally got the reference. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I do I do love my uh, Simpsons references yeah, that quite was a good. bit. I'm perfect. Like... <laughs>
okay. We're. I think we're gonna do really well at our session. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like uh, anyone who like references Simpsons is alright with me. Oh. <laughs> Unless you hate animals. <laughs> I I hate animals, but I love Millhouse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody loves Millhouse. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta stop. I don't want. To, I don't want to kill my interviewer. Interviewee. <laughs> oh my god! I first time I saw that they're like, "What is that? Lisa likes Nelson. No, she, yeah. no, he doesn't." And like when the music teacher said, "Nobody likes him." I lost my shit. Yeah, that is like perfect timing. Uh, it was so good. Oh, I I personally love uh, Hans Molman. He's my favorite. <laughs> Yeah, he's pretty good. No, no, that um, that other old guy, and he's like, um, is it he... the one with the beard? No, 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 not Jasper. So the one where he's got his pants down and he's singing on the TV. Oh, what's his name? Oh, he's like, he's oh. got one tooth and. Oh, he... is it like Ernest or something like that? It's oh. like the guy that's like got like that really raspy voice. Yeah, yeah, and he says, he says. Uh, there was a um, there was like a joke about like drugs, and he was in on it. And I was <laughs> like, "Oh my god!" This was like recent Simpsons, by the way. And I was like, "What the hell happened to Simpsons? They're joking about heroin. Like, what the <laughs> hell? It's crazy, crazy time." Oh man, I mean, they've always had like a knack for um, uh, obviously not as bad as South Park, obviously, but they've always yeah. had a knack for being very topical as well. But like talking, like literally talking about heroin and asking Bart, like I think it was Abe and that old guy, like asking Bart if he has any heroin. Like I was like, <laughs> what? That's not even a joke. <laughs> like blatantly asking, do you have some heroin? We'd oh, love God. some heroin. I was just like, what God. the hell is going on? <laughs> the Simpsons went downhill. <laughs> oh, terrible. <laughs> Oh, yeah. God. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I love what all we these tangents we're going yeah. on. We, we were talking about uh, your proudest accomplishment, which oh, you've uh, yeah. so elegantly put, put it. Uh, <laughs> um, but I guess the next sort of uh, question I'd like to ask is, and I think this will be uh, a very interesting take from you, uh, especially is um, uh, what sort of a stigma at like in the industry that you think not a lot of people are aware of uh, or uh, know of that you'd like to clear up or explain like is there something that you hate hearing about uh, and it's like well it's not true or it's not like it's not like what it is in a sense okay well I guess like one of the things that like people aren't aware of is that um, a lot of tattoo artists who work in uh, shops, they have to give a cut to the owners. Yes. Like, I feel like a lot of people don't know that and really amazed. So when, you know, you get told, like, they charge $150, $180 an hour, that whole money does not go to the tattoo artist. Yeah. So and when I, you're... I, I... I do agree with that, like, in terms of, I've only recently, well, not recently, I've also learned about it fairly, like, in the last two years, Yeah. you know, because I was always going in thinking, like, wow, like, they're charging, like, 180, like, they're really good, they must be really good then, you know, stuff like yeah. that, 
and then you hear like they they actually have to pay a cut it's like oh fuck like no wonder it's like 180. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean i think i saw i did see like a meme where um you know if you actually do the math on tattoos like an average tattoo would cost you like you know 0.02 cents a day for the rest of your life or something like that let's say if you live up to 80 and then but you're willing to pay two thousand dollars on an iphone that will last you for two years so so like if you put things into perspective it's not that ridiculous i guess oh well look i didn't want to sort of mediate like mitigate the cost of it i was just very baffled that like that's like like obviously you're paying for the quality but at the same time you're also paying for them to be able to give you the tattoo exactly and so i guess like um i mean yeah tattoos are expensive definitely it's probably one of them you know up there like professions you get paid by the hour right like Mm. how much do therapists get like 150 uh 145 150 yeah 150 um i'm trying to think of someone else who gets paid more than we do per hour just for the hour um Um, I get my eyelashes done and that's like 160 but that's like two hours beauticians yeah they yeah. would always make lots of money too oh okay um okay um people who do makeup tattoos but wow, that's yeah. such a racket so um I was talking to one of my clients who's got her eyebrows done that was $800 for one session and it, she said it only took a couple of hours. Eight hundred dollars. Wow. And get this, you have to go back because it's fake. Wow. What? That is that is wow. <laughs> yeah, start a side business. Start charging a hundred of I don't like cosmetic tattoos. I think they're really dangerous and um, irresponsible. So I don't really like them. Yeah, and I, yeah. I think if you really wanted, like, I think, like, obviously I don't wear makeup, so therefore my opinion is mostly invalid. But <laughs> I feel like if you're someone that is putting on makeup, I think there's more sense of an accomplishment of doing your own brows mm. as compared to getting someone who can, one, potentially fuck up the, like, an eyebrow tattoo for you. Yeah. And two, might not make it look good, you know? Mm-mm-mm-mm. like at least then if you are putting it on yourself you can be like yeah i did that i mean i get i think i get why because it's convenient you wake up in the morning and it's there like yeah. i i don't do um i don't really put makeup on my face either but i feel like maybe it takes a long time to do yeah. makeup so like if you so it's quick and easy you know but like so I um so like a lot of people do eyeliner tattoos on the eyes, and I think that's freaking dangerous. It's awful. It's yeah. It's so scary. And not only that, but it doesn't stay crisp and clean for the like. It, maybe it will do that for like six months. Yeah. And that's so. I think like that's so responsible. It's so dangerous. Um, if I wanted to like, you know, make people aware or something, cosmetic tattoos are so dangerous, so responsible. Anything on the face is just 
a no-go unless you're like heavily tattooed and you want to get really cool designs i'm down for that but like if you want to get like if you want to get your like a cat eye eyeliner don't do it do not yeah. do it it's it's irresponsible it's dangerous it doesn't stay clean like it just like bleeds so when ink like you know spreads throughout the yeah. skin awful and get this so like if you want to get it lasered you have to put a metal plate inside of your eyelid oh that's yuck yeah oh, like no. to get it i i, I hate because... eye stuff i can't do yeah. eye stuff but oh my god that's it's that's crazy gross. it's so bad so if you ever hear a girl who's like i'm gonna go get my eyeliner tattooed on my eyes tell her no like i'm so <laughs> fucked up like, i'd be like no i just scream i'd be like don't tell me <laughs> <laughs> oh it's god so crazy people are crazy like, oh, so crazy, don't do it. But yeah, like, that's something even I didn't even know of. So thank you for bringing that to light. That's, yeah. like, it's fucked up, but thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sigmas, Sigmas, yeah. um, that, I guess, like, I guess another Sigma is that we're all dicks, like. Yeah, stigma of being I'm dicks. All, yeah, like, so we're, we're nice sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, I think you're backtracking now, Yucky. Like, <laughs> tattoo artists are dicks, but we're kind but of guys. I feel like <laughs> we're dicks in like the situation. I guess, like, you know, yeah. if someone's being a dick, I'm usually polite. Yeah. Until like you start like really triggering me. That's when I'm just like, hey man, like, don't be a dick, because I'll be yeah. a dick back. Yeah. And that's fair enough, like, you know, give and take. Well, obviously, you shouldn't be, shouldn't be a dick to your tattoo yeah. artists, full stop, you know? Because, like, yeah, they're, like literally, they're literally drawing things on you. So, like, yeah, it's, behave. It's like giving, like, you know, the chefs shit, like, when they could literally spit in food, like, terrible idea. But uh, also, but also, at the same time, like, respect has to be earned, like, both ways and stuff, you know? Yeah. Like, you don't go to a tattoo artist and not respect them and a tattoo artist should always respect you and let you use your charger you know, <laughs> for your phone <laughs> like it's not even their electricity they're not paying for their electricity they're like what's the problem <laughs> no they have to pay a cut though that's probably why <laughs> <laughs> so it's like it's like part of part of their electricity <laughs> that's hilarious oh god yeah. you're a laugh and a half <laughs> thank you <laughs> oh god, I, I'm very looking forward to getting a tattoo from you. I, it's just a shame yes. that it's in like January and February, but still, oh, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm eagerly awaiting. No, yeah. that's fine. Um, I guess yeah. So we're on to our last. We're on our last couple of questions. Yeah. So, um, my god, I can't believe we've been going for nearly two hours. That's oh, that's what? phenomenal. That's crazy. Oh, I it's, thought it was like half an hour. <laughs> No, it's it's been a, a fantastic journey with you so far. Oh, thank you. Uh, and now we're now we're in the final stretch. Uh, so the last sort of um, easy question I'm going to ask you is: uh, Are there any industry standards that you think need to be changed in your opinion? Like, is there something that um, really stands out that's uh, inhibiting, or something that really stops you from being able to do what you do? Because I know um, for me um, personally. I do think like it was ridiculous when they first said that 
um, tattoo parlors were not going to open up at the same time as beauticians and stuff like that because as far as I'm concerned tattoo parlors are actually a lot cleaner than like beautician parlors and stuff like that mm. so I is mean... there some sort of uh, standard or anything like that you can think of that you would personally <clears throat> like to see changed um, so when I got my studio, um, I had to get a license and it's the same light. It's like a very similar license to hairdressers. And the person who came in and had a look and checked everything was okay. He pretty much admitted to me like she had no idea yeah. what to look for. And uh, that was a bit of a red flag for me because, you know, like I... When I tattoo someone, I treat everyone like as if they have like some blood borne disease, HIV yeah. or whatever. And like that's how we're supposed to approach every client is that they're all sick. Um, yeah. And so when she came in and checked out my place to make sure I had all, I had like, you know, ticked all the boxes with in terms of hygiene and like, you know, standards. Um, she, yeah, admittedly said she had no idea what she was doing. And I was like, okay, why are you here? <laughs> Yeah, so I guess so, you so really like, think there should be like a proper board for uh, checking it. Yeah, I mean like okay, so like like it, it yeah, we're like you know we're opening you up with needles, so it's not as intense as like obviously like a scalpel or anything like that. But or, I mean essentially we are like opening up wounds. Sorry, no, your skin, and they do become wounds. And if they're not properly taken care of, like you know, you can get sick. You know, what if I had AIDS? You could get AIDS. You know, like things like yeah. that. And you have to treat, you know, this like, like I don't think like you know in Japan you have to have a, like a doctor's license. Like I don't think it should be like that. But I think there should be um, a little bit more insight into like what we're dealing with in terms think, of like yeah, yeah. The, all the medical stuff. In terms um, of that, there definitely needs to be a, a, a regulation board, uh, like a yeah. proper auditing uh, section, because uh, hairdressing is yeah. totally different to like tattooing, you know. Definitely. And I don't think it's and like you know it's unfair for like and like the perfect example. It's unfair for hairdressers to open up earlier than tattoo parlors. When... I mean, I don't, I don't think like hairdressers or tattoo artists should have been open up, opening up early anyway. You know, like, yeah. I mean, if there is, there is a pandemic, like, you know, I don't want to get sick, you don't want to get sick, and then, you know, if a client comes and gets tattooed and they're sick and I get sick and then, you know, I tattoo you the next day and it's like, whoa, you know, we're all getting sick. Like, I would definitely prefer not to. But I totally understand. <laughs> I totally understand that like we do have to get back to work. Um, I'm on job seeker. Um, my job seeker got cut. It's not great. Um, like in term, like I'm lucky enough that like my studio isn't as expensive as like a shop owner. You know, yeah. like you know, shop owners with street fronts on a busy street. Like how much is that? Like thousands of dollars per week. And so I get like the like the necessity, the need to like go back to work and earn some money, support their families. Like I'm, you know, I live, you know, in a house with rats, <laughs> and I also have a cat. Um, they're very uh, low maintenance, you know, pets. You know, I don't have children. Um, but my partner did just move in recently just to help out paying the rent and stuff because. You know, I have rent at the studio and my house and stuff. 
Um, yeah. So it does. It does add up. It does yeah. add up and stuff. But this, I would rather be poor and stay home than get sick and make everybody else sick. Like. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But like you know, obviously everyone has. Oh, everyone has different perceptions, and that's that's fine because everyone has different circumstances. Yeah. So when it you know when like tattoo like i don't know if you know like there was a petition uh going around for tattoo artists to open the same time as hairdressers because initially we were gonna open in november or something like or like the the last step of opening up and stuff um so um and so like a lot of tattoo artists came together and signed up you know got everybody to sign a petition saying hey we should open at the same time as hairdressers and i think I'm not sure how it worked, but like Andrews, Daniel yeah, Andrews he, was like he did go through with it because I did sign that okay. petition. Yeah. Okay, so he so. so he actually looked at it and like you know changed the rules and like you know you can't expect Daniel Andrews to know every single industry. I mean, obviously he's not an avid tattoo enthusiast. Like you can't expect him to you know know how it works. Like and that's okay. I mean, I'm but, sure he's probably got like a tramp stamp or two. <laughs> probably got in like that uh really generic uh ghetto font uh get on the beers tram stamped onto him oh, i hope so i really that... do like <laughs> i that makes me that makes me like him more and like <laughs> i saw like... this video i was sorry to di- uh diverge but i did see this video the other day of him saying uh someone asked a reporter asked him when they could get on the beers and he said uh he'd like to get on the beers soon because he'd like to have a slab or two like he actually <laughs> said he wanted to have a slab or two and i like, thought yeah. my god yes yeah. <laughs> i mean like <laughs> like daniel andrews doesn't want to do this right now i am so oh, sure he does not get paid enough to put up with all this crap and everyone's giving him shit and it sucks yeah. and like like he yeah, and, but he took the time to look at this petition and change the rules for us, and that's amazing. Like, good for kudos for him. Like, good, good for you, Daniel Andrews. If you're listening to this, I just want to say, as a tattoo artist, you know, that's like struggling, you know, a little bit. Like, we appreciate you. Um, don't listen to the haters. You're cool. Like, you're cool in my book. I hope we I meet hope one he, day. I hope he listens. <laughs> I would, I would love to have him on here. That would be hilarious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think that. Thank you for that insight on the uh, the industry standards, though, because right. yeah, I think it is. It's interesting to grab as many people's different thoughts and opinions and see mm-hmm. what really uh, resonates with everyone and what really yeah. stands out. So thank um, you. For that. Would you say like a lot of people you interviewed like would say like yeah, the standards are quite loose? in victoria i mean i think that the common denominator that i from everyone that i've interviewed so far is um arts as a whole gets uh very looked looked past a lot yeah like it's something that um like it's good like daniel's andrew has has done well for like at the very beginning of the year he was providing concerts like live stream concerts for musicians and stuff like that because you know obviously they can't go out and busk and stuff like that but yeah um you know so there is there is some like there's not a lot of neglect in terms of that but like it it is definitely a very overlooked area that um is it's can be detrimental you know like you said with the um 
the review and the auditing of like the places and stuff like that you know there's no proper auditing to make sure that you know what you're doing is like um legal in a sense yeah. you know so there is the the from that there's a lot of that and then on the other side there's also um like people need to stop being like dicks <laughs> like that's the <laughs> other side of it it's like the government yeah. needs to recognize us more and people need to stop being dicks yeah but, I, like those I, are the two major things yeah it would be great if like you know um title apprenticeships were recognized as like real apprenticeships so that like you know they could get a little bit of like grant from like the government that would be nice yes i have heard that uh um, yeah someone don't get paid yeah they don't get paid which sucks paid. Um, i did interview an, a, a tattoo apprentice that was the very first uh interview that i did actually okay yeah um and he said that uh he he was a bit impartial to uh, something like that in okay. a sense because um he thinks that uh obviously like everyone's entitled to their own opinion yeah. he believed that the value that you got from the apprenticeship was better than something like uh, a school, like going okay. to a school and learning yeah. how to tattoo, because mm -hmm. then you come off as kind of like a dick, like like you know, there's that dick thing with like like tattoo artists, okay. you know. Like, so because to... if you get paid, then you might not like appreciate like their friendship as much as like getting paid. Uh, fifty-fifty. Like he was fortunate right. that when he was when he was doing his apprenticeship, yeah, the they did pay him a little bit. Like obviously not the, the whatever rates that he wanted, yeah. But he was he was able to do skin tattoos after doing some practice, yeah. Get the experience, and he actually got like a better feeling from it because he's learning, you know. Yeah. Like he would have no, been wait, happy. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, he got paid. Yeah, and he he was... people shouldn't get paid. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Like what I mean is, he he doesn't believe it. like he he's he believes like the experience people should gain experience rather than having it as a regulated school kind of thing. No, well, like I don't think that's what an apprenticeship is, though, isn't it? It's more hands-on. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't mean no. There should be no tattoo schools. Tattoo schools yeah. sound awful. Like, no, yeah. definitely, it's not for everybody. It's something you have to earn, definitely. Yeah. Um, I think what he meant was the value of having the apprenticeship is good, but being paid would also be nice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, yeah. I think that's like a lot of like, you know, that's what a lot of people struggle with is that like, you know, they can't afford to work full time and do the apprenticeship full time as well. Yeah. And like, um, I had two apprenticeships and they were both very flexible. Um, but I, at that time, I stupidly lived in an apartment by myself and paid like $1,600 in rent, like, you know, and cause I couldn't live with people. And that was a struggle, like a real yeah. struggle. And I'm so glad that I went through it. But at the same time, I wish there was a little bit of like a financial, um, support financial system. support. Because, you know, I was working full time and, you know, a lot of the artists would be like, have you drawn anything? And I'd be like, no, I haven't had time. They're like, well, you need to make time. And it's like, oh, okay, okay. You live at home. <laughs> with your mum makes you lunch every day <laughs> like, <laughs> take the work and you're a full-blown artist and that's really amazing 
but like I work full time, I'm here full time. <laughs> I have no time. <laughs> Please understand. <laughs> <laughs> like it was like it was my fault that like obviously like probably should have like you know lived in a share house, paid less rent and stuff, but I wasn't mentally in that place for me to yeah. be able to do that. And because when you're an apprentice, you you know you go to you go to the shop and you have to be smiles all the time you have to be on all the time and i had to do that for work and for my apprenticeship and i just couldn't yeah it's definitely like it's it's definitely something that uh it does get tiring after a while because oh hell yeah i think one of the things i will forever be grateful for is the fact that I could turn on autopilot when when I was working in bars and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and like it's it's an unfortunate thing to have as well because like one time I was going down an escalator and I screamed out backs to someone <laughs> on the elevator <laughs> oh and they God. just oh they God, looked at me. <laughs> they looked at me like I just like killed like it stabbed them or something and like i it didn't it didn't click until i i got onto the train i was like oh my god i just <laughs> i just yelled backs at someone yeah and, and i wasn't team. at work oh my god that's pretty funny <laughs> yeah, yeah and it, I, it was only the one person that turned around though so i was pretty fortunate it could have been like all of melbourne central that would have been funny <laughs> <laughs> All right, that brings us to our last two questions. Now, these are going to be extremely difficult. Oh, God. Okay. Are you okay. ready? Oh, yes. You really <laughs> need to think really hard about these ones, okay? Okay. So, the first question is, what number would you pick between 1 and 10? Whoa, 6. 6? Is that your yep. final answer? Yes. Right. The next question is, if you could share a meal with any four individuals, living or dead, who would they be? Uh, Robin Williams. Yep. Jim Carrey. Yep. Oh, I, oh, oh, um, Audrey Hepburn. Yep. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, just just to see if he's the real deal. Like, yeah. <laughs> that would be. Look, I'm not gonna lie. That would be a very, a very interesting meal. First of all, I have a feeling you wouldn't even be able to keep any food down because you'd be <laughs> laughing so hard. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I honestly think that would be quite, quite the, um, quite the meal because you've you've got two extremely. Uh, visual comedians. Then you've <laughs> yeah. got you've got Audrey, who's like deadpan. <laughs> and then you've hey, got G hey, hey, she's a she's, beautiful lady. <laughs> she's she's stunning, but she's also yeah. got some deadpan like drop drop uh, comedy. You know, like she'll <laughs> she'll like it, like she'll just drop a line and just like look at you. You know. <laughs> and then you've got Jesus, who's probably like. Holy fuck! What is this? Is this what is this fork thing? You know, and then like the plates and all that. So, yeah, I I think that's a great combination. <laughs> such a weird dinner party. That's such a weird dinner party. It would be a very weird dinner party, but it would be very hilarious. Mm. Well, well, thank you so much. Wait, wait, what was uh, the you... number thing? Are you gonna explain oh. what the? Oh, okay. You want me to? You want me to explain? Okay. Yeah. So... What was the number? I don't. I. 
I really don't want to reveal it because uh, when I have more interviewers, if they go and listen to the podcast, they know, but it, it should be fine. The reason okay. I... You can just cut it out, cut this bit out, like, <laughs> I just okay. want to know. I'll, 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 t- I'll tell you. It's a, okay. it's a lucky dick, not lucky dick, a lucky dip <laughs> system Okay. where I have... Um, these questions like i have like obviously i've got my interview questions and then i've got like a pool of these uh sort of like get to know you questions like sort of like a personality question yeah you know so i've got like 10 of these questions and they're all different and i think they're just they're so out there and different to the interview that it's like a little fun little finisher right and my question was who would you have dinner with yeah, so that was your question out of uh, one to ten. Oh, okay. But yeah, that, that explains it. It's nothing too crazy. But <laughs> I was like, I was like what does that, psych- my personality, mean? Like, what does that <laughs> mean? Like, <laughs> it's just a question to, to you know, it, it's, I, I put the intensity to throw people off, you know, like, mm. oh God, what's he going to ask, you know? And then, like, it's just a question like that. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I'd love to thank you once again for joining me today, You, It's been an absolute pleasure. I'm looking forward to you stabbing my skin very <laughs> uh, soon in the next couple of months. Is there yes. anything you would love to, uh, you know, let people know that you're working on? Uh, obviously, plug your handles. I'd love for people to go and find you. Um, and yeah, like, tell us what you're working on. Um, really nothing. <laughs> I guess, like... Can't get tattooed. You can find me on Instagram. Um, it's yuck, as in Y U C K, not Y U K. A lot of people get that mixed up. Um, what should I plug? Um, you but- didn't finish your Instagram handle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yuck. That's Yuck Tattoo on Instagram, guys. And you've been working on... Um, um, well, I'm really looking forward to just going back to tattoos and, like... What? <laughs> like, I, um, maybe I should start writing a book. <laughs> to start a frog book as well? Yeah. Th- yeah. <laughs> well, mine would be about cats and rats. Like, cats and rats. Yeah. Um, you should do it. See what see what you can come up with. Yeah, I'm so I'm really terrible at following through with my projects. I get really bored really easily. But please, um, what should I plug? I got nothing to plug. Um, I guess like if you guys could wear your masks like over your nose, then like your masks aren't chin diapers when you go outside. Keep a social distance of two meters. <laughs> um. When you go to the supermarket, please don't touch every sweet potato, every single sweet potato or an apple, because I want to be able to buy it too. Uh, <laughs> um, respect your elders, be respectable to people. Uh, also, just because it's good weather, please don't go to the beach and not wear your mask, okay? That's not how it works, okay? Because the, the, the virus is, can be airborne. And it can be in our waters. Like, please just use your common sense, people. I want to be, be a able... decent person. You be a decent from human. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be able to go outside. I want to be able to like tattoo people. Let me out. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, thank you for that, Yun. Um, yeah, yeah, guys, yeah. please check her out. She's a fantastic artist. And thank you for listening. Next time, we will have a photographer with us. So join Ooh. us next time on the next podcast. See you, everyone. Thank you. Bye.